When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the goal set mindset podcast this is julie your host here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier healthier and make real progress towards your goals this week i'm coming at you with a solo episode about a topic that i've been thinking a lot about lately we are going to discuss creating your optimal environment in order to achieve your goals, in order to set yourself up for success. I've been reading the book Atomic Habits lately, and one of the things that stands out to me within each chapter, each point that he makes, is the importance of creating an environment that's going to lead you towards success through creating habits that are going to serve you. So I want to start with this quote that is really what sparked this idea for this episode, And the quote is, you don't have to be the victim of your environment. You can also be the architect of it. And I find that quote to be so powerful because in a world where we love to become victims of our circumstances, and of course there are things in life that are out of our control. There are many things in life that are out of our control. But one of the things that is in our control is our environment. Maybe not all aspects of it, but today I'm going to discuss the things that you can take control of, no matter what is going on in your life. We're going to break the environment down into three main components, the physical environment, mental environment, and social environment. And all three of these things definitely tie into each other, and there is some overlap, but this is kind of the framework that I've built out for myself to, you know, set myself up for success and make the progress that I've been making. So let's begin with the physical environment. Surrounding yourself with cues that will motivate you and getting rid of things that will distract you is by far the best way to set yourself up for success. And when I say success, I know that's very general because all of us are on a different path. We all have different things that we are working towards, whether it's something tangible like a weight loss goal or a financial goal, or whether it's something more general, whether it's a feeling like wanting to be happier or wanting to have more energy. No matter what it is, your physical environment is going to make a big difference. So for me right now, as I'm recording this, I'm living in a Airbnb, a temporary home on my clinical rotation, and I'm in somebody else's house. So there's not a whole lot that I have control over in terms of how things are set up, what I'm exposed to, what I'm looking at and interacting with every day. But my own room, my own workspace is something that I realized that I can create to be whatever I want it to be. So 
I make sure that my planners and my journals and my gratitude notebook and, you know, quotes that inspire me or just a clean desk as a whole is something in my physical environment that motivates me to sit down at my desk and get my work done and create and explore what's in my mind. Another big aspect of the physical environment is the places that you spend the most time. So many of us have a job and we go to work every single day and that is a place that you're going to spend a lot of your time. And you may not have that much control over it. So let's talk about some other places that you may go that may influence the way that you are thinking or feeling or acting. For me, one of these places is the gym. I've always been a gym goer. I love going to the gym. And when I moved down to Wilmington, Delaware for this rotation, a big goal of mine was to find a gym that's going to give me a sense of community, that's going to motivate me, that's going to push me. Because again, there's a lot of things about my physical environment right now that I can't change, whether they are good or bad. But choosing a gym that serves me, that motivates me, that aligns with my goals is something that I can, you know, control. So I decided to join a CrossFit gym. And as I'm recording this, I am three weeks in. And let me tell you, it is kicking my butt. It is testing me in mental ways, physical ways, but I love it. It's exactly what I needed to kind of relight the spark for me to push myself in fitness, to realize my potential. And I'm already seeing some awesome results, some awesome progress. And again, I created that aspect for myself. I could have joined the Planet Fitness around the corner for 10 bucks a month and done my own thing like I've been doing for years. But I knew that if I want to progress physically... I needed to to put myself in a physical environment where I'm going to be challenged, where I'm going to be the least fit person in the room. And you may laugh when you say that, but every wad that I have done, workout of the day, CrossFit language, I have come in last place. And that is so humbling to me and so inspiring to me. And in the moment, it kind of sucks. I'm looking at the people next to me that may not quote unquote look as fit as me. But do not underestimate a consistent CrossFitter because they can put in some amazing work. But all of that being said, putting yourself in a fitness environment where you feel motivated, excited, inspired. Maybe it's not a CrossFit gym because maybe you don't, you're not craving this high intensity environment. But maybe it's going to your favorite trail to go for a run or a walk. Going to a lake that's simply beautiful and relaxing. Go to places that you genuinely enjoy because it's so silly to put ourselves in physical environments that don't serve us. If you don't like going for runs outside, then maybe find something else that you do enjoy to get your movement or vice versa. Now, the last thing I'm going to talk about in terms of the physical environment is in terms of nutrition, this is huge. Getting rid of, I'm not even going to say getting rid of, but Our brains are going to choose and do the things that are right in front of us. Cueing yourself to make the right choices is huge. So for dieting or for prioritizing your nutrition, this might look like rearranging your kitchen so that the healthy foods are in front of you. When you first open that cabinet, 
you're seeing the foods that serve you, the foods that align with your diet. When you open the refrigerator, don't put the blueberries and strawberries all the way in the back. Put them right at the front. So when you open your fridge looking for something to eat, those stick out at you first. And it's not to say that putting them in the back means that like you're not going to eat them, but taking the path of least resistance is super valuable and super important. So think about that. If right now you're concerned about your food, it's something that you're working towards improving. Take those snack foods and you don't necessarily need to throw them away, especially if other people in your house are eating them, but make them a little bit harder to reach. Because when those healthier options are closer to you, are the first thing that you're going to see, you are so much more likely to grab it. And this is explained really well in the book Atomic Habits that is indeed backed by research. So really cool stuff. So physical environment, guys, huge, huge, huge. And there's more things that are in your control than you realize. So think about the things that excite you, motivate you, words that inspire you, habits that you want to create, and make them easily accessible. Now let's talk about the mental environment a little bit. I define the mental environment as the thoughts that you are thinking, the content that you are taking in, the things that you are absorbing in a mental way within your environment. A really big one is the content that you consume. I'm talking about social media content, books that you're reading, magazines, television, movies, whatever it is that your eyes are spending time on is going to have a tremendous impact on your actions. Tremendous impact. And the crazy thing about the mental environment is that a lot of it is passively shaping us. So the physical environment is a lot easier for a person to understand how it's impacting them because, yeah, when you go to the gym, you're going to lift the weights, you're going to do the thing. When it comes to content that we're absorbing, content that we are exposing ourselves to, the changes, the way that that manifests, sometimes you don't notice it until it's done a lot of of damage in a way to your mindset. So let's talk about Instagram, for example. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of these social media platforms are designed to grab our attention and hold on to it for as long as it can. So if you're one of those people that finds yourself scrolling through Instagram and you look up and 30 minutes have passed by and you're like, oh my God, it's not your fault. It's how these things are designed. And listen, I'm not shitting on social media right now because I love social media. I love Instagram. I love connecting with people. But again, you can use this as a tool to create a good mental environment. So do a little audit of your social media. What kinds of things are you seeing? Are you seeing motivational content? Are you seeing people doing the things that you are striving to do? Are you connecting with people who are positive, who are motivational, who are happy? Or are you absorbing content that invokes jealousy or hatred or anger or depression? Are you looking at current events that are depressing, that make you sad? Are you looking at models that you just are sitting there being like, oh my God, I want to look like that and it's frustrating you instead of motivating you. 
Ask yourself those questions. Spend some time scrolling through your Instagram and paying attention to the type of content that you're looking at. Because I have totally flipped this around for myself and it has been immensely powerful. I follow people on Instagram who align with my values, who are getting up in the morning and working hard every single day to better themselves. And that inspires me. And I love sharing their content, commenting on their content. And when they return the favor, you get to build this this environment around you where you're constantly exposed to positive content. Let's also talk about books. Reading a book is awesome and such a great way to expose yourself to positivity or to information that's going to serve you. Like I said, I'm reading Atomic Habits right now. And I typically only spend like five minutes a day reading because I read late at night and by the time I get to it, I'm tired and I'm starting to fall asleep and I want to make sure that I'm mentally sharp enough to actually like learn something that I'm reading. But those five minutes a day inspire me to do things like this, inspire me to have conversations like this that I know are going to help other people. It makes you think about your life in a positive way, in an empowering way. So I'm a big fan of self-help personal development books, and that's a really easy way to improve the things that you are exposing yourself to. The last thing I'll mention here in terms of the mental environment is a gratitude or mindfulness practice, journaling practice. I've spoken about this many times before, so you guys already know the deal. But there is so much power in writing things that are going to serve you in a positive way. If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late. So having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash provengrit. Check it out. Our minds become what we tell them to. You can literally change your mindset through practicing mindfulness strategies. If you want to learn more about this topic, I highly, highly recommend Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. I did an episode a while back about his principle, the 40% rule, and that ties into his whole message of taking control of your mindset. Nobody gets to control your mindset besides you. 
Your mindset is created in your brain, in your head. Maybe you don't get to control some of the shitty things that happen to you. You don't get to decide what your work environment is like 100% of the time. Maybe you're living in a place that you don't enjoy. Maybe you're in a relationship that isn't going well. But only you can control your mindset, can influence your mindset if you let it. If you're letting other people or other Instagram posts or people that aren't even a part of your life in your circle control your mindset, that's a you problem. It's not a them problem. Don't be mad at other people because of it. Don't be mad at Instagram because of it. You are in control of what you consume and who you interact with. So a gratitude practice is so powerful because when you sit down with a pen in your hand and a journal in front of you and you write down things that you are grateful for, you are literally slapping your brain in the face with positive content. And at first, it may not seem like much, but over time, you will be building up that muscle in your brain to seek positivity, to feel gratitude, to feel thankful for what's in your life, to feel motivated to push for more, to create more opportunities that are going to make you feel gratitude and joy. And it happens pretty quickly. Mindfulness, spending time with your own self. Your mental environment should be centered around you first. You need to find out who you are, who you want to be, what lights you up. And then you can go ahead and find the positive people on Instagram, the books that are going to serve you. But if you're not aligned with yourself first, if you haven't identified your values first, it's going to be hard to figure out who else aligns with you. Don't create your mindset based around what other people are doing. Create your mindset based around what you want. Find that deep sense of like purpose. And sometimes this takes some some soul searching. And I've done a lot of work on this recently where I've realized that right now at this point in my life, the things that I really value are community and connection. Connecting with people who align with my values, which are things like health and fitness gratitude, personal growth, always pushing myself for more, doing the next best thing, doing hard things, challenging myself in ways that I've never challenged myself before, doing the things that make me nervous because I know that that's the only way to grow. Waking up early in the morning to do my gratitude practice, to go outside for a walk, to create these habits that are serving me tremendously. So, If you feel like you're not happy with the way that you're performing in life, if you feel like you're stuck in a rut and you're just running on a hamster wheel and you're not actually getting anywhere, you've got to check in with your mental environment, your mindset. Practice some meditation. Five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, sitting with your thoughts. Going for a walk and don't bring your music. Go for a run and don't bring your music. And become self-aware of how your mind speaks to you. I'm going to say this again because I've said it in previous episodes, but it's so important. Mindfulness and meditation does not mean clearing your brain of all thoughts. It does not mean having a blank slate, an empty wall that you're staring at. It means connecting with your inner self, 
identifying what thoughts are coming to you and then letting them guide you towards where you want to go. So that was kind of a long-winded rant there, but I cannot stress enough the importance of the mental environment. So practice some mindfulness, try a gratitude practice, check in with your Instagram, check in with what you're watching on TV. Is it making you upset? Because if it is, it's probably not worth watching. What you're seeing on the news, no matter how strongly you feel about it, you have absolutely no control over as an individual. And that's some hard truth right there, but you don't. The only thing that you can control is yourself and your mind and your actions right here and right now. And this leads me into the social environment. We've all heard the quote that you become the five people you surround yourself most with. The five people in your life that you spend the most time with. You are undoubtedly going to adopt some of the things that they say, some of the ways that they think, some of the actions that they take. And this can be for good or for bad. Sometimes we have a toxic coworker who we end up thinking negative or speaking negative because they are so negative. Or you might have somebody really positive in your life and they might help you to feel better about yourself, feel better about the direction that you're going in life. And I totally believe in this principle. I really do think that the people we surround ourselves more with, most with, are going to have some sort of impact on the actions that we take. The energy that the people around you put out is going to be absorbed by you and your energy and your mindset and vice versa. The energy that you put out is going to reflect on the people that are around you, are going to attract people that are thinking like you. So if you have a really toxic mental environment, if you aren't performing habits that are serving you, if you aren't doing things to better yourself, you're likely not going to find people around you that are bettering themselves and doing these great things because it's hard to see that in people unless you're doing it yourself. But if you are somebody who's not happy with the way things are going, surrounding yourself with a community of people who are doing the things that you want to do, who are the people that you want to be like, who are getting up and going to the gym in the morning, going for walks, performing a gratitude practice, you name it. Finding a way to interact with those people will 100% help you do it yourself. The really cool thing about community and social environments is that this takes two forms. This takes the physical form of the people that are physically around you, the environment that you are physically in, like we spoke about earlier. But it also can take place virtually. In the age that we live in now, it is so easy to connect on social media. And this is a blessing and a curse because it's so easy to connect with people in a negative way. But it is even easier to connect with people in a positive way. And that is what I want for you. Since I started my Instagram and started really cultivating this community of high achievers, of like-minded people, I am so much happier and more confident and more willing 
to take the steps that I want to take, regardless of what other people in my life might think. Because I have a community of people who are doing the same thing. And some of the people who have the biggest impact on me, I've never met them in person. But I connect with them often on social media and we have this sense of lifting each other up. We have a group chat. One of the groups that I'm going to mention is the Hard Things Club, run by Joe Rinaldi from Project Indoor, which is his company. And essentially, this community is a group of a couple hundred of us, primarily a Facebook group, where we post, you know, moments of pride or questions that we have or things that we want to support each other on. And Joe runs a monthly Zoom call where we get together on Zoom once a month and we talk about what we're working towards. We talk about challenges that we're facing. We talk about hard things that we are doing to better ourselves. And there are so many communities out there. I'm also a part of a physical therapy-based community called the Kalu community, which is students and young clinicians and even older clinicians who have just been a part of the group for years, who inspire each other to become the best physical therapist possible. We share information with each other. Me as a student, I'm absorbing content rather than sharing content. But again, it's a really cool place to grow towards one of my goals, which is to become the best physical therapist I can be. So whatever it is that you are working towards, there is a community out there that will support you and can support you. You just need to do a little searching and take the leap and join them. It's very intimidating at first, hopping on a Zoom call with strangers or, you know, writing something in a forum or joining a Facebook group where you don't know anybody. But if you truly want to grow, if you truly want to become better at whatever it is that you're working towards, you need to take that jump and surround yourself with people who are doing the same. Another quote that I love is, If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. If you truly want to go far and become the best version of yourself, you need to find people who are doing the same. Surround yourself with places that are full of people that are happy and full of joy and working hard and becoming the person that you want to become. Find that gym that has just this positive energy about it, where people are smiling and saying hello to each other, where people are friendly. Find that local coffee shop that's buzzing with conversation and chatter and smiles and good lattes. (laughs) That for me is an environment that I absolutely love and thrive in. And when I'm in a coffee shop and I'm getting some work done, I'll usually put my headphones on and listen to my own music and kind of shut out the distracting sounds. But I can still look up and just see all of the happiness around me and the smiles and the relationships that are being built. And I'm looking at all of that from a third person point of view. I'm not involved in it, but there's something about the energy in a place like that where people are happy. So find what that is for you. Maybe you have a park by your house that just helps you feel happy because everybody around you is moving and and being happy. Find those social media communities. Follow people that are going to lift you up. Create a circle of people that align with your values. If you think that you're the only one who is dealing with a certain problem 
or you're the only one who's going through some hardship, or you're the only one who wants to achieve this goal. You're not. I can promise you there is somebody out there who is doing the same thing, and they would love to connect with you and support you and have you return the favor. Your environment is way more within your control than you think. Surround yourself with physical cues and things that are going to inspire you. Create mental content for yourself that is going to make you happy. Follow people on Instagram that inspire you and motivate you instead of distract you and make you upset. Find a community of people who are doing the same things that you are doing, who are heading in the direction that you're heading in. And one day you'll find that you are leading a community of your own and you are inspiring people in the same way that you were looking to be inspired not too long ago. And the best part is you get to do it all yourself. There's no right or wrong answer. There's no best gym. There's no perfect book. There's no best community to join. It's whatever is going to work best for you. And if you get it wrong the first time, there's always a next time to make it better. Take some time this week to better yourself by bettering your mindset, bettering your physical environment, and finding people to surround yourself with who are doing things just a little bit better than you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I cannot wait for you to take charge of your environment and take steps towards creating the life that you love. Keep pushing yourself to become the highest achiever that you can, and I promise you will be so proud when you look back years or months or days later. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and as always, we will be back next week with another episode.